the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 94.9, The Answer. WORL, Orlando. News Talk Station of the Year. With this SRN News update, starting now. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Former President Donald Trump faces indictment on 37 criminal counts related to the mishandling of classified documents. Trump is getting a new legal team to handle this federal indictment. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. Two lawyers have quit the former president's defense team as Trump prepares to appear in federal court on Tuesday. In a joint statement, Jim Trustee and John Rowley said they resigned as Trump's counsel and will no longer represent him in either the indicted case or the January 6 investigation. On social media, the former president announced he would now be represented by Todd Blanche, a New York lawyer who is representing him in another criminal case in Manhattan Supreme Court. Greg Clugston, Washington. Canadian wildfires are easing from earlier this week, but changes in weather patterns could bring hazardous conditions back to the U.S. Correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. It was a week of misery for many who live in the smoke-filled northeast, but shifting winds are helping the smoke blow out to sea in the mid-Atlantic, says the EPA's Director of Air Quality Assessment, Chet Wayland. The good news is it's starting to clear up in some of the northern parts of the country, and hopefully in a, in a few days it'll clear out down here in the mid-Atlantic areas as well. He suggests that people use their app and website, airnow.gov, which pinpoints the air in your neighborhood based on zip code. You can actually take actions to protect your health uh, in real time. He says people should review the color coding and the number of pollution particles per cubic meter. I'm Jackie Quinn. Russian President Vladimir Putin says Ukrainian troops have started their long-expected counteroffensive. His comments Friday that Kyiv's forces suffered significant losses came just hours after a string of drone strikes inside Russian territory. On Wall Street, the Dow by 43 points. More at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Hello, friends, and welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a warm, hot and warm and long Friday afternoon, and it's I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we ease into another summer evening. Have a great show for you tonight on Blue Daughter Sports Central with great guests. Um, of course, first of all, we'll share the mission of the program. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And we're going to cover pretty much all of those bases on the show tonight. And it's all brought to you by our friends at Florida Door Solutions and, of course, Community Health Centers. And you'll be hearing more about those two great organizations later in our show. A little bit later in the show, um, we'll hear from John Perry, the editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Of course, if he's a Blue Order alumni former uh, Blue Arter uh, baseball alumni as well. And he talk about spring football. He'll give us a good wrap-up on, on how uh, on the Apopka football, spring football. Later in our show, in the second half, we look forward to um, having replaying a couple of interviews with some of our Apopka Pop Warner 14U national champions, Jamarcus Tanner and Xavier Payne. Uh, but first of all, in the first half of our show, we look forward to being joined by Blue Darter great coach Derek Clark. He's the owner and head coach of the Daytona Broncos of the Florida Champion Football League. And the Daytona Broncos have just captured their second consecutive Florida Champions League Super Bowl championship. Of course, many of you 
know Derek Clark not only as a former Blue Darter great, but a former Denver Broncos running back. He also played in NFL Europe, and he's a member of the Evangel College Hall of Fame. Let's go to Coach Derek Clark right now. Coach, first of all, thank you for joining us, and congratulations on another Super Bowl championship in the Florida Champions League. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Roger. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm honored to be on here and uh, glad to be with y'all tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I've been looking forward to it. I, of course, I keep up with you on Facebook. And, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's a, bit, a little about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer, that you joined us, um, you know, to, to, to commemorate and talk about your uh, being inducted into the Evangel College Hall of Fame. And it's great to have you joining us again tonight. Um, first of all, can you just, for those that may not be as aware, can you tell us, uh, tell our audience what you would like for them to know about the Daytona Broncos? Um, yes, we are a, a semi-pro adult uh, developmental league. Um, uh, we take kids from uh, 18 plus. Uh, I actually, I have a center that's retiring this year with me. He's uh, been with me seven years. He just turned 48 this year. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's guys that had an opportunity to go to college and got the short end of the stick, didn't take school so serious, and now, you know, we're trying to implement that back in them of trying to get back in school and do the right thing, uh, trying to keep some of these guys, you know, out of the, the, the judicial system, uh, out of the state system, uh, so to speak, and uh, just, just working with a lot of them one-on-one. And uh, this year, uh, it really has been a great, great uh, opportunity for us to reach out to some of these guys. Actually, we have, I want to say, about six or seven guys that actually have the opportunity to go to the next level and get paid for what they love to do. No, that that's great. And that sounds like a, a very interesting and exciting Endeavor, you're involved with in a, in a very interesting group of guys. You know, I, I, I love to hear that uh, that your players are from all the way from 18 years old to 48 years old, and immediately what that tells me is, uh, you know, there are a bunch. Those, these are a bunch of guys who just love love to play the game. Absolutely. Now, can you talk about? Just tell us about this this season. You know, it, it's always a huge challenge and very difficult to win a championship on any level. You have won your second consecutive Super Bowl championship in, in the you know, Florida champion football league. Can you just talk about this year's team and their success? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, going into this year, uh, we're coming into this year from last year, you know, my coaches and I, we got together and we was like, you know what, man, what it would be like to win, a consecutive championship in this league and uh, to do something no other team has done in the Florida Championship Football League. And uh, I tell you, man, these young guys, what they're coming out the woodwork, they saw what kind of organization we put together, what kind of uh, coaches we have on our staff. Um, my, my, my wife, Tamara Clark, runs a, a straight, stern uh, uh, front office to make sure her staff is on point. Uh, I mean, it just it, it, it just started out. That, that's the way we came into the season, saying, "Man, we got to do the right thing. We got to make sure this is on point." And we done that. We uh, we like I said, we was the number one team in the nation uh, at our level at two A uh, coming into this season. Uh, we was on a thirteen game win streak. We end up losing uh, midway through the season because. Uh, our QB1 had got hurt from last year. He got hurt. He had to have knee surgery. So, And our other quarterback, uh, he his son had to have open-heart surgery. So he was away. So we ended up losing 2-0 to the team. And uh, we ended up playing them again in the conference championship. And uh, we, we handled them pretty good. And the team that we played in the Super Bowl, the Polk County Rise, they was uh, – they was a pretty tough team. We watched them over the course of the season, and we knew we had our hands full, but we knew the championship had to come through Daytona. And in order to beat the champ, in order to be the champs, you got to beat the champ. So as of now, we are two years running of being the champ. Congratulations to you and your team and, and your coaches, and it's always great to hear uh, another a great success story, especially from another popular Blue Daughter football alumni, and really commend you for the great work you're doing with the Broncos, both on and off the field. 
Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Our guest right now is Coach Derek Clark. He's the owner and the head coach of the Daytona Broncos of the Florida Champion Football League. And as we're hearing, the Broncos have just captured their Florida Champions League uh, second consecutive Super Bowl championship. And, of course, Derek Clark is a former Blue Darter great, a member of the Evangel College Hall of Fame, and a former Denver Broncos running back. Now, Coach, I, you know, I'm always very interested to follow the careers of uh, guys that you know, have had a lot of success in football. And, you know, it's, it's interesting that they take different paths, you know, and some guys will go through and they'll play, they're, they're, they'll dedicate their life to, to playing football, and then when it's all over, they just completely walk away and they get another job doing something else and, you know, they leave that part of their life behind. You know, other guys, um, you know, continue to stay in the game in some capacity. Um, you have chosen to take that route. Can you talk about, you know, how you came to, what led you to want to become the owner and head coach of the Daytona Beach Broncos? Uh, actually, uh, Mr. Roger, it started about seven years ago, and I had no intentions. When I tell you no intentions of being a head coach or owner of a team, I did not. And uh, my wife and I, we just was talking one day, and uh, it was a couple that uh, was visiting our church, and they were starting an adult semi-pro football team, and they were looking for a head coach. So my wife was talking to the, to the lady, and uh, she said, uh, well, I'm looking for a coach because we were trying to reach young men and do this. And so my wife's like, well, wow, look at that. My husband was a former NFL player. And she's like, get out of here. And she's like, yes. So that's how it started for me. And once I got into it, it just, I, it just, I've been all, all, I've been all in. And we end up starting our own team four years ago. And uh, we had a different vision than others, and we started our own team four years ago. And four years being in, we're a two-time Super Bowl champ. You know, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing with us. And, and you're so right. You know, uh, you know, once you know, even once we walk away from from the game. Um, you know, and maybe do something else in life for a period of years, maybe a long period of years. Once we get reintroduced to to athletic competition and being on that sideline or being between the lines, it, it you know it, it's just really a, an experience you're not going to find anywhere else, especially in the game of football. Absolutely. Friends, we're speaking with a Popka Blue Darter great Derek Clark. He is the coach, head coach, and owner of the. Daytona Beach Broncos of the Florida Champion Football League, and the Broncos have just captured their second consecutive Florida Champions League Super Bowl championship. We're going to go to a break in just a moment. Um, And, Coach, I'd like to, when we come back, I'd like to ask you about your career at Evangel and also about your path, because you took kind of a, a different path than a lot of people take. Different people take different paths. Um, you kind of took a long path from uh, your, your your great career at Apopka High School to the to the Denver Broncos, and I'd like to, to ask you you talk about that. Um, but in in the meantime, can you just uh, can you talk about you know, a couple more a little bit more about about your team because I'm really really interested to hear this uh, collection of characters that you've got to guys all the way from 48 years old to 18 years old. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, like I say, you know, it's it, it's it's a it's a big it's a big it's a big task because you got like I say, you got guys 18. Actually, I have one kid right now that's 18 years old. Uh, playing with me, and then I have rest of them is like in their twenties. I have a few that's thirty, and I actually I have two guys that's in their forties. One forty eight, and one is forty two. So, and uh, it, it's just you know it, it's just like in a sense, quote like kids. You know, you have to nurture them and take care of them in different ways. You have to love on them in different ways, and uh, all of them got a different walk of life. So you know, different with dealing with different personalities and dealing with different characteristics, traits. You know, you just you just have, you learn more about yourself through those guys. And absolutely, and, and spoken like like a true coach as well, a true coach at heart. Can tell you have a real heart for for coaching these guys and and, and help them in a lot, a lot of different ways. And um, yeah, before we go to that break, I you know you were as you were talking. Um, 
about the, the problems you had with with the quarter you know the quarterback position this year. You know, uh, uh, a, a fellow popped in my head. I thought maybe uh, once I heard you got a couple of forty year old guys out there, maybe you wanted to put in a call to our friend Melvin Jones. <laughs> hey, no, I think I think I think that's a little bit too far over forty right now. <laughs> that's pushing it a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would put my in that situation. <laughs> well, he he was great back in his day for sure. Yeah, and, and he's uh, he's graduated to the to the officials, of course, a role where to where he was recently inducted into Florida of, of Central Florida Officials Hall of Fame. Well, Coach, we'll, get, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Coach Derek Clark, Blue Darter great. And then stay tuned later in the show. We're going to hear from a couple of the outstanding Pop Warner football players on their national championship team. And then later, John Perry will give us a recap of a popular Blue Darter spring football. So please stay with us on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Carter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, and Topaz Clinical Research. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Does your garage door sag? Does your opener not open anymore? Has your garage spring sprung? Then you've got garage door-itis. What do you do? Three words. Florida Door Solutions. They have the solutions for any garage door problem. They're Central Florida's headquarters for professional products, service, and installation. From commercial and residential doors to gate operators, they have the reputation for doing the job right the first time on time. They carry the best name brands like Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And they give back to the community through our local schools. Can the garage door companies you've used in the past say that? So if your garage door is suffering from garage door-itis, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions. 407-884-5955. That's 407-884-5955. Or take a tour right now online at FLADoor.com. Florida Door Solutions. Call them today. Shelly's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company, serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole County since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelly's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at Shelly'sSeptictanks.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Humans can do a lot of amazing things. Fighting bugs isn't one of them. STEM is powered by active ingredients found in plants to fight off bugs safely and effectively. Use as directed. STEM, rooted in nature, optimized by science. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Excited to be with you as we ease into another Friday evening on this long, hot summer evening. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, alumni, and coaches. Right now we're speaking with Coach Derek Clark, Blue Darter Great. He is the owner and head coach of the Daytona Beach Broncos of the Florida Champions Football League. And the Broncos have just captured their second consecutive Florida Champions Football League Super Bowl championship. We'll go back to Derek Clark in just a moment. Later we look forward to speaking with John Perry. He'll give us a, a nice recap of Apopka Spring Football and also we Look forward to a couple of interviews with a couple of our outstanding Pop Warner football players, Xavier Payne and Jamarcus Tanner, coming up later in the program. Before we go back to Coach Derek Clark, of course, I want to let you know that the 
the ball player, the high school and youth sports ball players that you hear on Blue Daughter Sports Central are, and their dedicated coaches are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Now let's go back to Coach Derek Clark. You know, and, and Coach, as I mentioned before, you, last time you joined us, it was to talk about your uh, career at Evangel College, where you had a, an outstanding career, and, and were, uh, which led to being inducted into the Evangel Hall of Fame. Can you talk a little bit about your path to Evangel and the, and, uh, and the success that you had there? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I uh, when I left for Paulson in 1989, I uh, I end up going up to uh, Junior College in Garden City, Kansas, and I I played there two years, became the number three athlete in the nation. I went to Florida State. Uh, I transferred from Florida State, went home, didn't know where I was going to go at, and uh, I got a call. From uh, the late uh, Tracy Lombard, who was a is a former Apollo alumni, uh, he he told me one night at an Edmonds game, he was like, "Listen, uh, it's like he wrote my story for me." He was like, "Listen, I'm at Evangel, you come to Evangel, you'll break all kind of records, and you'll go to the NFL." I'm like, "Yeah, right. Where is this Evangel?" He was like, "Springfield, Missouri." He said, "I'm telling you, Gavin Jones is there." I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Went up there, fell in love with the place, and uh, like I say, I broke 35 school rushing records, uh, became the all-time leader rusher there. Um, and then I I, I got uh, signed as a free agent with Denver in 94, and the rest is history. What a great story. Thank you for sharing that with us. And it's, uh, you know, it's once again, another thing that's so interesting about sports are the various paths that people take. And yours was uh, was more circuitous, if you will, um, but is also inspirational as well. And it's, it's great uh, that there are colleges like Evangel, um, you know, out there, a little bit off the beaten path maybe, but uh, but they're right on right down the highway, really, and helping helping guys, um, you know, in some cases with with their future, with their career and their future, and, and you were one of those. I I do want to mention, you know, also your your I, I think you guys were teammates, but certainly your fellow Evangel um, football alumni and, and now Hall of Famer Anthony Ray. He he joined us last yeah. year as well. I wanted to mention him while we're talking about Evangel and the Hall of Fame as well. Oh yeah, that that's my guy right there. That that's my guy, Anthony Ray. We actually he and I. We we talk on Facebook and we we uh, address each other as Mister Hall of Fame every time we talk. So uh, it's a great honor. We both grew up in the same neighborhood of Lake Jewel and Apopka, and that's what makes it so special. We both was inducted on the same night. Oh, that is special, and of course, he's another Apopka Blue Daughter football alumni as well. Now, Coach, and we're speaking with Coach Derek Clark. He's the owner and head coach of the Daytona Beach Broncos of the Florida Champions Football League. And as we're hearing, the Broncos have just captured their second consecutive Florida Champions Football League Super Bowl championship. And, and he was also – now, I'd, I'd like to – I'm always fascinated by guys that make it to the NFL just to – I always wonder what that experience is like. And and you were you 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 one of the ones that one of the very very few um, that, that that did make it. Can you talk about what it was like going to your first training camp? You signed as, if I'm not mistaken, as a free agent with the Broncos. What was it like you know, getting that 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 opportunity and going to that first training camp and then making the team as a free agent? Uh, it it was mind blowing. Uh, like I say, when I first got to training camp. It was like something I never experienced in my life. I tell people to this day, it's almost like a, it was like boot camp. I mean, it was like you had to be up at a certain time. It was, it was literally like, you know, people look at it and say, oh, man, they just play football. It's literally a job. You had to be on time for everything. And it didn't really hit me until we played the San Diego Charge, our very first home opening game. And I walked out on the field, got ready to walk out on the field to stretch and get loose. And I looked around, and all these people was in the stands. I was like, man, I'm actually in the NFL. I, I, it was just mind-blowing. I, I, it was like I was still – I was starstruck. Well, what, what, a, what a great story. 
Yeah, what a, and what a great moment. Thank you for sharing with us. Can, and can you, along the lines, what was the level of competition like? You know, what, what, can you describe the level of, of, of the competition on an NFL team and trying to make an NFL team? Um, it, it's, it's at its highest level. I mean, the highest level of intensity, competitiveness, um, I mean, because every, that's how you feed your family. That, 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 that's that's your way of feeding your family. So everything is a hundred miles an hour. I mean, you all, you have to learn and know your responsibilities, and uh, that was keep that that's what keeps you around. Very very interesting. And and now I'd like to go back and we're speaking with a popular daughter, great Derek Clark. He's the owner and the head coach of the Daytona Beach Broncos. Current champions, Florida champions, football league, Super Bowl champions, went back-to-back, captured your second consecutive championship this season. I'd like to ask you, once now go back, I could obviously, you have a heart for your role as a coach and helping your players develop, both as football players and then, you know, as men off the field as well. You know, this is an interesting time of year always that gets my attention and that you know, it's graduation time. It's high school graduation time. It's college graduation time. You know, people will be young. People will be leaving their education, going into the workplace. You know, finding, attempting to find their job, their career, in their place in life. What advice would you give to the to the young men? Um, you know, that that are coming out of out of high school. You know, um, ball players or even non ball players. But but what, what advice would you have to share? Uh, to put God first and always. To lean on yourself. Don't depend on nobody. Always have self accountability. No, that, that that's great, great advice. And and coach, before you go, um, what what is the what's uh, what do things look like next year for, for the Broncos? And what what are your goals and your expectations? Well, uh, first of all, we're we're going next month, July twenty eighth. We're leaving, going to Atlanta to play in a national. Um, Sunshine Bowl tournament. So right now we're ranked number two in the nation, and uh, and we're looking forward to bringing home the trophy uh, from this uh, Sunshine Bowl in Atlanta. Uh, July the 29th is the actually the game, and uh, we're looking at three peaks. We 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 don't see it no other way. We're looking the whole horse the trophy again next season. Absolutely. Before we wrap things up, we got a break coming in just a minute. But I just had one more question. Once again, being very interested in the whole concept of semi-pro football, what where where do you find your players, and how do your players find you? Um, actually, word of mouth. Uh, I have a lot of players that that's been like like I say, a few of my players been with me for seven years. They know people. People know them, and I mean, it just. I mean, like I say, our season just ended, and kids, young men from other organizations see our organization the highest ran and how we coach. I mean, my phone has been blowing up all day from other players wanting to come join our organization. No, and I, I can obviously see why. Absolutely, a class outfit all the way around, championship trophy hardware and, and and great stories off the field as well well coach Derek Clark thank you for joining us on Blue Dart Sports Central once again and it's great to uh, to have you share about your wonderful uh, second consecutive championship of the Florida Champions Football League and about your career as well yes sir I'm very humble and I thank you all very much for having me it, it was great it was great speaking with you and look forward to catching up with you again soon yes sir y'all have a great night Coach Derek Clark, Blue Darter great, Coach Derek Clark, owner and head coach of the Daytona Beach Broncos of the Florida Champions Football League. Of course, now they're two-time back-to-back champions of that league. And uh, we're going to go to break in just a moment. I We didn't have time to get into it right now. Maybe um, when Coach Clark joins us again next time, have very, very vivid memories, literally, of the first time they ever saw him play um, in a game for the Apopka Blue Darters. And it was, um, I'll just say, uh, without we don't have time to go into all the details, but uh, just to say he dominated. <laughs> 
He, he was a dominant player on the field, and he dominated in a variety of, of different ways. And by that, I mean uh, run, runs from scrimmage, returning kicks, returning punts, um, you know, touching the ball in various ways and, 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 and dominating um, that game, that particular game. But anyway, uh, friends, we're going to go to our next break here in just a moment. When we come back, we look forward to hearing from a couple younger football players in the Apopka community. Xavier Payne and Jamarcus Tanner, and they were members of the 2022 Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U National Championship football team. So please stay with us on Blue Darter Sports Central, sponsored by Florida Door Solutions and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, founded in 1972. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Carter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Doors, by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Topaz Clinical Research. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Prosecutors say Donald Trump improperly stored at his Florida state sensitive documents on nuclear capabilities, repeatedly enlisted aides and lawyers to help him hide records demanded by investigators, and cavalierly showed off a Pentagon plan of attack and classified map. That's according to a sweeping felony indictment that paints a portrait of Trump's treatment of national security information. Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers is calling the indictment the most sinister turn yet of President Biden's weaponization of the Justice Department. Former UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says he's quitting as a lawmaker after being told he will be sanctioned for misleading Parliament. Johnson quit on Friday after receiving the results of an investigation by lawmakers over misleading statements he made to Parliament. More details at srnnews.com. The following is not an actor, but a real... Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org Shelly's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole County since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelly's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at Shelly'sSeptictanks.com. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Don't let too much of the year fly by without making sure you have a financial plan to get you through retirement. Chat with us live right now at FellowshipFinancial.com. That's FellowshipFinancial.com. Investment advisory services offered from Fellowship Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Are you or someone you love struggling with an addiction to drugs or alcohol and want to be set free from the chains of addiction? Then call Addiction Helpline America right now to get the help you need. From drug and alcohol addiction to dual diagnosis treatment, we provide a confidential helpline to help people like you get sober and live happy, substance-free lives. Treatment helped me get my life back. I was so addicted, the only person I could focus on was myself and what I needed. I hit rock bottom and lost everything. Through treatment, I was able to overcome those demons and focus on my family again. I used until I overdosed and almost died. That was the end of the road for me. After seeking treatment, I now have hope. I learned skills that help me deal with life on life's terms. 800-485-8764. 800-485-8764. That's 800-485-8764. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're glad you're here. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. Obviously, a lot of depressing news on the radio today in the last couple of days, uh, taking a, a little bit of break from that on our show. Uh, 
tonight and for the till about eight o'clock, uh, talking about uplifting stories of achievement actually by Apopka High School ball players, coaches, and alumni. And I do want to, of course, remind you that following our show, Charlie Kirk will be here at eight p.m. and Charlie Kirk, um, if you're looking to be informed about what's really happening in America right now, Charlie Kirk is about the best place I know that you can you can do that. And I also want to give a shout out to our friend Chris Hart and his and all the guys at the American Adversaries. Chris has been doing outstanding work as well. I had a great show earlier tonight, and of course, and then after after uh, Charlie Kirk. Uh, Officer Tatum show tonight, and he does phenomenal job as well. Well, right now we're going to. We was great to have that great conversation with Blue Darter great former Blue Darter great great Derek Clark, also member of the Evangel College Hall of Fame, currently the owner and head coach of the Daytona Beach Broncos of the Florida Champions Football League, and actually the now the two time back to back champions of that league. Right now, we're going to talk some other champions, and we've got a couple of interviews we recorded recently with two members of the Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U football team. Uh, a little bit later, we'll speak with Jamarcus Tanner, but right now, we're going to speak to offensive lineman and defensive lineman, two-way performer Xavier Payne. Let's go to Xavier Payne right now. We're speaking with Xavier Payne, who was a very versatile defensive lineman and offensive lineman on the Apopka Pop Warner National Champions. Xavier, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. And congratulations on an extraordinary achievement. Um, for the first question, I'm sure with any winning season or championship season, there are a lot of special moments, um, and that's, so, that's especially true with the national championship. Was there a favorite moment of the season as you look back? Um, I have a couple, mainly towards like the actual national championship game. Right before they had the other team line up, right before we came out of the tunnel, they were lined up across from the tunnel, and we didn't actually have an altercation, but things got almost chippy. We clapped at each other, but the energy is was my favorite part. And then the actual running out of the tunnel and onto the field right before the national anthem was another one of my favorite moments. Yeah, it's kind of a once-of-a-lifetime thrill, I suspect. Yes, sir. And that kind of leads to the, the next question is, you know, it's an extraordinary achievement. It's a huge achievement to win any kind of a championship, but especially a national championship when you can say you're the best team in America. What, 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 do you, what ingredients did this team have? What was it about this group of guys that allowed you to have such a tremendous achievement? Um, there are a lot of bits and pieces that went into that. Um, a lot of us, especially on the O-line towards the end of the season, we really clicked to the fact where like we were all heading downhill. And then our running backs and receivers and everybody just had this certain attitude of just like clutchness. And when, it, when we needed to, we got down and we, we got ready to go. Now I'd like to ask you more specifically about your the positions that you played and you know, the role that you saw yourself uh, feeling on the team and I you know, you know I know that you both played you're very versatile you played on both sides of the ball uh, just tell us about the specific positions that you played um primarily um pat, on the pass pro uh, I played right tackle and then when we went to more running formation single wing otherwise known as darter I played guard and center just to have that extra strength in the middle um on the defensive side of the ball I played interior tackle and dn um and more of a role that I played, especially with the linemen, because we had a lot of younger guys on the team that we had to coach up. I was I was an older guy. It was my second year, 14 years. So I, was, I found myself in more of a leadership position, teaching them kind of just right from wrong almost with certain things on the line. No, that's good. Any any good team, any winning team is going to have to have leaders. That's great. That's, a, that's There were multiple. It wasn't just me. Like There was definitely more than one leader on the team. Now, can you uh, take a step back and can you talk about how you got started playing football and why you play? And, and I'll even ask a broader question. You know, we hear a lot about, especially from our friends, their kids. They talk, uh, a lot of adults now lament the fact that uh, a lot of kids don't go outside. They don't get, they don't participate in sports activities. They don't, you know, go outside and play. They're they're always inside on their computer. Or, 
playing video games or whatever. First of all, how did you get involved in football, and, and why? Why? Why do you? Uh, why is this such a big part of your life that you've chosen? Um, I got involved originally because I was a hyper kid at a younger age. I was I was a little heavier, but I was always still really hyper. And my mom, one night, she was just like, I just signed you up for football. And I didn't know she did it, but I was still super ecstatic. Like, best moment of my life almost. And when she did that, like, when I started playing, it was just, it clicked. And I realized I had it, like, I wanted to go somewhere with this. I My dream is to go to the NFL. And... That's why I play, because I want to go to the NFL, and I would love to give, like, my mother a house, really. That's, like, the big dream, because she's done so much for me by taking me to practice and letting me do all the things. Uh, yeah, that's why I play. And then... I forgot what your other question well, was. Well, that's basically the same. That's a great answer. That's, um, you know, that's a, a great answer that... Uh, the, to that uh, insight about uh, the parental guidance, and yeah. it's very important that parents exhibit leadership. And um, yeah, commend your mother for uh, for being proactive there yeah, and getting get involved in positive activities. She's definitely a very big part of my uh, the start of my success because I'm hopefully nowhere near the end. By God's grace, I do like. I forget what I was going to say. Um, yeah. um, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to share before we uh, sign off? No, I think we're good. Covered everything. Well, great. Well, I appreciate you joining us for a few minutes um, here, and uh, I'm talking old school, and I appreciate uh, you certainly uh, commend you and your teammates and your, all your parents and your coaches uh, for a for an outstanding season. That, that reminds one more question, though. I uh, What about the coaches? Can you talk about the, the role the coaches play? Um, all of them had a very different role. Um, coach, my favorite coach, I'm going to be very honest, he was my favorite coach, Coach Rodney Washington. He's actually uh, the one that referred me here. He uh he was the offensive, kind of the offensive line and defensive line coach. He focused more on D-line, but he got everybody right. He gave us all the best workouts, and he always made sure we were locked in. He was the one that always made sure we were right, especially for me. He played a big role in my season last year and all the success I had by learning all the techniques and things from him. Uh, the head coach, Coach Tom, uh, Robinson, he played a major part of my uh, season last year. I, he took me from school to practice every day that we had practice, which I can't thank him enough for. Um, yeah. Well, thank, thank you for sharing. And that uh, gives great insight into the, the very important role that parents and coaches play, and all the to- oftentimes that's underrated and overlooked. Well, Xavier Payne, thank you for sharing a little bit with us and wish you uh, your future success. Thank you for having me. Xavier Payne, a member of the Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U National Championship football team. Hope you enjoyed that interview. I certainly enjoyed listening to it. A lot of great, great meat there. A lot of great insights from a variety of different perspectives. And it's great to see so many um, adults involved uh, Xavier's mom, uh, the great coaches he had, um, you know, helping to guide um, these young people on a positive path and uh, dedicating themselves to doing that. Right now, we're going to go to another outstanding member of that national championship Pop Warner football team, Jamarcus Tanner, and we're going to hear from Jamarcus Tanner right now. We're speaking with Jamarcus Tanner, starting defensive tackle, also played tight end for the 2022 Apopka Blue Darter Popka, uh, Pop Warner, 14U National Champions. Marcus, it's great to have you joining us today. Uh, first of all, can you share with us, uh, I know obviously in a national championship season, there are a lot of great moments, but could you just share with us your favorite moment of the season? Uh, my favorite moment of the season, there's a lot of great moments, uh, a lot of ups and downs, but I feel like the best moment, and I feel like a lot of people on the team could agree, I think was after the Mid-Florida game, the Mid-Florida championship that we won. Uh, it was a lot of hard work put into it, a lot of motivation, a lot of people playing for their own reasons, but we came together and uh, won as a team to be the best team that we could be and not fit the criteria of anybody else. Now, as I've learned from Coach Washington and others, you had, you know, obviously you, it's great to be, a, you know, you had a great season as a team. You also had a great in, a season as in, you know, in your individual contributions at the defensive tackle position and also the tight end position, but also you were named the 
defensive tackle of the year for the team. Can you talk about your role and you know your what you felt your responsibility was to the team? Uh, I definitely wanted to go out there and do everything that I could and do my part as much as all the other players was doing. They came out there. Uh, they played the best they could play. I played the best I could play. And we came together as a team to do what we could do best, and it's to win as a whole goal. I feel like um, I put a lot of work in, a lot of time in to get where I'm at now, a lot of practice on and off the field. Um, plus, you know, motivation from what I have done previously and what I'm doing now and just to keep working to get better and to be blessed to have the coaches that I had and the teammates that I had and be presented with the opportunity that I have. Now, obviously, at a young age, you've achieved a tremendous amount of success being a big part of a national championship team in Pop Warner football, 14U, um, individual success as well. Can you talk about, have you thought about your future in the game of football? And, and if so, can you talk about your goals in the game of football? Uh, uh, definitely. My goals in the game of football is to, right now, one of my goals that I'm coming up that I'm training for right now is to start, try to start on varsity for the Popka High School. Uh, I want to go out there perform. I want to be on the team. I want to go and give it everything I got. Uh, and just be who I am always am, a student in the game, ready to learn, give it 100%, go out there, have discipline, and not only dedication to the game, but also to give it all I got and to really be able to learn and have insight on other people's experiences. And I see where it takes me from there. I love to play the game, and I just want to do everything I can. Well, thank you very much. It's been great to have you joining us. One more question, and I, you've spoken, we've spoken both on and off the air, and I'd like to have you share now about the influence of, of your coaches um, and also of your father, who's been a very influential figure in your life. In fact, your father uh, was actually a member of the, the Apopka Pop Warner 1992 National Champions, uh, Mr. Marcus Tanner. Mm -hmm. um, the coaches was great. We had a lot of ups and downs throughout the season. Uh, but at the end of the day, they were great coaches, um, great players, great attitudes all around the field. And that's what separated us for what, doing what we need to do. My father was a big influence. And one of the reasons why I started playing football, um, he, he seen, I seen what he was doing and I seen what he loved to do. And plus I love to play the game and I love to watch the game. So I wanted to get ready to play. Uh, he's always been there, always been great, supportive, help me with when I do my best critic, my worst critic. I mean, uh, just m my best coach will be there to tell me if I'm doing right, or if I'm doing wrong, and to really up my game and tell me the truth, but also be there and to be with me enjoying the wins and also just a great focal point in my life. And I appreciate the opportunity that he has given, to, that I have been given to have a father like this. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing the great insights with us about a national championship season and about your career. We will continue to follow you and, um, and best wishes in your future, both on and off the field. Jamarcus Tanner, defensive tackle and tight end for the Apopka Pop Warner 2022-14U National Champions. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Friends, hope you enjoyed those interviews. It was uh, great to hear the respect that both of those young men Xavier Payne and Jamarcus Tanner have for their coaches and for their parents, and they're great to see the kind of leadership their coaches and parents are giving to them. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, and he's going to give us a recap of Blue Daughter Spring football right here on Blue Daughter Sports Central. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Daughter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Topaz Clinical Research. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. 
Does your garage door sag? Does your opener not open anymore? Has your garage spring sprung? Then you've got garage door-itis. What do you do? Three words. Florida Door Solutions. They have the solutions for any garage door problem. They're Central Florida's headquarters for professional products, service, and installation. From commercial and residential doors to gate operators, they have the reputation for doing the job right the first time on time. They carry the best name brands like Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And they give back to the community through our local schools. Can the garage door companies you've used in the past say that? So if your garage door is suffering from garage door-itis, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions. 407-884-5955. That's 407-884-5955. Or take a tour right now online at FLADoor.com. Florida Door Solutions. Call them today. Shelly's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company, serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole counties since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelly's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at Shelly'sSeptictanks.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. I just learned Discover Cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Salem Media Group salutes the Central Florida Christian Chamber Member of the Month. Here's Chamber President Crystal Parker. Congratulations to Christy Naruzzi with Credit Christy for being the Christian Chamber Member of the Month. As a credit coach, influencer, speaker, and author, all while advancing the kingdom through the marketplace. Become a kingdom partner today. Contact the Central Florida Christian Chamber at cfchristianchamber.com. Congratulations to Christy Naruzzi for being the Christian Chamber Member of the Month. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, theanswerorlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be here with you. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Hope you're enjoying the program and it's all sponsored and all the, the high school ball players and the youth ball players, youth sports ball players, their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Darter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Community Health Centers celebrating 50 years of serving our community with quality, affordable health care. Let's go to John Peary, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, for a recap of Apopka Blue Water Spring Football. And John, thank you for joining us uh, tonight to share a little bit about spring football with Apopka. First of all, let me uh, uh, salute you for the outstanding a profile you did of Sammy Smith, former Blue Darter great Sammy and FSU great Sammy Smith in this week's Apopka Chief and Planner. Well, uh, thanks, Roger. Yeah, it's always such a treat to talk to Sammy. And as I wrote in, in that, that uh, column that uh, threw a little bit of opinion in, it's, uh, Sammy's story is one of uh, of redemption. And, and uh, it just, you know, he he's just a good guy and, and, and then got messed up with some some not so good folks, and but now he's serving the Lord and, and working through fellowship of Christian athletes and and uh, just a, just a great great guy, uh, but but he's he's really stepped up and and is serving the community through through this very important uh, area. No wonderful story. I encourage everybody to read it. It's in this week's Apopka Chief. 
well, John, we haven't talked since the since spring football and the spring game, actually, which was personally from my perspective, I thought I was pretty ecstatic. We went on the road, played a, a very talented uh, Jones High School team with, with an outstanding coach, Coach Elijah Williams. It was a rainy evening. I guess it was more suited for defense and offense, but we came away with a 10-7 to victory, which personally I was you know, extremely pleased with. But, but can you share your assessment of, of Blue Darter spring football? As- yeah, it, it was a lot of what we've known over the past year or two. Um, not a lot of offense, but, you know, there. frankly, there was, in retrospect, and looking back at a little of the game film, um, there was more offense than for a pop I'm talking about. Uh, frankly, for both teams, there was more offense than the 10-7 to 7 score would indicate. And, I, you know, that's trying to quantify it, but it's, it's just a, you know, you think ten to seven and everything's defense pretty much, and and you know, Popka's touchdown was on a block punt, uh, as you know, right before half. About I think it was twenty six seconds left in the half, and I I want to I want to take a uh, face a little rabbit here. I the what set up that punt, if you'll remember, uh, Popka punted uh, two or three minutes before. And it, it uh, from about midfield, it got pushed Jones inside its own 10, right around the 10. And the Popka had all of three of its timeouts. So they, you know, Jones ran three plays, Popka called three timeouts. And, and there was about a 30, 35 seconds left. Popka sent the house, you know, to try to block the punt. And sure enough, uh, Trayvon Williams got the punt. He just reached out with his. He got. He's a big, tall kid, and he long arms, and he he just it, the ball kind of hit both his hands at the same time, <clears throat> and then it fluttered around, and Lorenzo Payne picked it, kind of fell into the end zone for the touchdown. Uh, I and and but that's just incredibly wonderful coaching right there. I just I have to say that. I mean, I talked to Jeff Olson about it, and. Uh, he was. <laughs> he he said he called the, the first time out. He he talked to his players, of course, and he was, one thing he asked him. He said, "Do you know why I called the timeout?" And one of the players said, "Yeah, you, you want to make there's not much time left. You want to make sure we don't get beat deep." He said, "Yeah, that's right, but I also want you to you know we're going to call timeouts. Oh, we got all three of them. If we need to call all three of them, they don't they don't pass the ball, which they didn't." Uh, and, and have an incomplete pass, then you know we're gonna we're gonna call three timeouts and block the punt for a touchdown. And I was, I mean, it doesn't work out any better than that. And a lot of times, coaches do that, and and it doesn't work out. But boy, it, it sure paid dividends that night. And uh, yeah, you know, also speaks early, to yeah. Go ahead. I just want to earlier in the game, I popped to move the ball some and, and moved it down. Uh, you know, close enough for uh, Hayden Kosicki to kick the 31-yard field goal. Um, and, and you know, so you got 3 nothing. you're thinking, okay. Well, I think that was the second possession of the game. But uh, but anyway, you know, and Jones, uh, you know, Pockett's defense is just, just tremendous, obviously. Uh, but they're in the uh, – that was also in the first quarter. Jones broke about a 45, 50-yard run right up the middle for for a touchdown. And, and that's why the offense has to get better. Uh, is so you don't have a situation where you're playing a quality team like Jones with just talent all over the field. And you're pretty good yourself. But, you know, you have a, a one play can make the difference in the game in, in terms of – if you if you're only scoring ten points, then you can't give up eleven, <laughs> or in yeah. this case maybe fourteen. You know that type. Yeah, of and thing. I know exactly. Really, only two bad plays on defense the whole game, and one of them resulted in about a seventy yard touchdown. You're, you're so right. You know, um, but now we got about two minutes before we uh, have to sign off, and go to the next program. But you know, I guess my main question, I guess most people's question would be. Uh, from from what I saw, it looked like Apopka State in, in spread offenses pretty much the entire game. Do you think um, you know, Apopka's moving totally away from the single wing, or, or do you, you know, what, what, what do you see for Apopka's offense um, in, in the not, next year? Excuse me. They did not have it in the 
in the package for spring game. I cannot imagine them not having it in the package for the you know certain situations in the, in the fall. But that's uh, you know that's up to uh, uh, Jeff and and uh, you know offensive coordinator uh, Abner Smith. And so um, we'll see. But they'll have some packages I would imagine that are more traditional run oriented. But you know probably be some single wing tendencies. Let's say. You know, where you just try to outnumber people and that type of thing. So we'll just have to see. But they they didn't have. They really they weren't pushing to have it. You know, and uh, for the spring game, and and you know things have changed when the, with the FHSA. They're allowed to to use a football now. They can't have. It's not like regular practice. It's like seven on seven kind of football. And so they can work with a ball, and, and they'll be out there doing some of that stuff, running you know formations and whatnot. There won't be any contact. So they'll be able to get some of that stuff ironed out in the summer, and then uh, when fall practice starts, uh, they'll they'll be able to, to hit the ground running. And then when contact starts, they'll 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 be getting ready for the uh, for the preseason game and then the regular season. Yep, yep. Preseason game uh, um, August fourteenth versus Kissimmee Osceola should be a good one. Yep. Well, yep. well, John, thank you for your joining us on short notice and sharing your insights about Blue Daughter Spring football. Yep, all right, good. Good to talk with you, Roger. John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. And friends, hope you enjoyed the program tonight. A great variety of outstanding blue darters from Coach Derek Clark to you know, the young guys, Xavier Payne and Jamarcus Tanner, to John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, with great insights about blue darter spring football. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.